Hello, and welcome to season two of Taking You Back, the podcast that serves you a year's worth of pop culture with a healthy side of very current shade in every episode. Please subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud today so that you don't miss a single one. And if you like what you hear, be sure to give us a five-star rating. Heart us. Follow us on social media. We're at Taking You Back, just the letter U, on Facebook and Twitter, or at Taking You Back with Rob and Jen, two Bs, two Ns, on Instagram. Got a favorite year? Let us know, and maybe we'll hit it in a future episode. Thanks for tuning in. Now sit back and enjoy as Rob Lee Davis and Jen Waring give you... 1989. Oh my God, we're heading out the Atlanta Highway. Oh, 1989. You know, I didn't like this song then. You didn't like the song in 1989. I am a recent devotee of Love Shack. Recent as in like the last 10, 15 years. But when it came out. (laughs) (laughs) Recent is like, you know, 75. Relative, yeah. yeah. (laughs) When it came out. Uh, B-52s, yeah. I mean, they weren't as much on on my radar either. uh, But I come from the sticks. So nothing cool and hip was on my radar at the time. And um, they were not um, on the R and B stations. I was they were not no, so weird. They weren't like sandwiched between like you know Patty Austin and, <laughs> and Luther Vandross. Uh, but that's a station I'd listen to. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you that right now, people. Welcome to Taking You Back. I am Jen. I am Rob, and we are very excited very, about like this can't even, episode, nineteen eighty-nine. Just um, get ready because there's just too much to talk about. We don't wait, know what we're gonna do. Like. You might have to slow this down to like whatever speed yes. you, like you used to do on a record. It's like slow the record slow down. Is that down. a thing people could do? Because uh, we have so much to say. Let's just let's start. Let's start with Go, music jump. because this is what? insane. Where do there, we even? It is insane how many songs that are still on the radio oh, that yeah. are still around that people like what? little nuggets of, of humans that mm-hmm. call themselves artists now are covering. Um, and then of course there's ones that they aren't. But um, like 2300 Jackson Street. <laughs> no one is recovering. No one's no one's covering 2300 Jackson Street. <laughs> no but um, who does, do, do we also have Love Song by The Cure in our rotation? Mm. I feel like a lot of people do. I Drove All Night by Cindy Lauper, which is uh, still one of my favorite yes. songs ever. Yes. Eternal Flame by The Bangles. Is this burning? <laughs> Jesus. Um, but it's still good. Um, back to Life Acapella what, Soul however to do you soul. want me? That song, such a good song. Um, Black Velvet and that little boy Ooh, smile, Alana, Alana, Alana Miles. Miles. What? Bust a move. Don't just stand there. Let Bust a move. move. Get on your feet. Get on oh, your yeah. feet. What? Yes. What uh, do you say? Do you say me, myself, and I? Um, um, let love rule. Like a prayer. Like it's insane. Like it just goes on. Superwoman. Karen, I'm not just. Super. <laughs> <laughs> I wish everyone could watch Rob singing this. Yes, it's it's magical. It. It's a it. little bit. The magical. end of the innocence. We didn't start the fire. Like it's it's insane. Went beneath my wings. Like what was going on? Um, there was something in the water, and oh, it wasn't that killing us like <laughs> oh, it is now. Oh, but it's uh, yeah. Flint, Michigan still has no water. By right. the way, hey, hey, uh, that that what's in their water is not going to yes. make hit singles. Uh, so, yeah. um, but. First of all, we didn't start the fire. Was that was it like a back time. Oh, stop. We do. We do every week, Cher. Listen in. Wait, um, what about if we, we didn't start the fire? No, I was going to say cuz it was like not necessarily to understand the lyrics, but to like know the song was a bit of a challenge. True. Like if you knew all the lyrics, you were kind of cool. Yeah. If you could do it like if you could sing along with Billy Joel yeah. on that. and get it faster yeah. as he goes along. What else do I have to say? We yeah. I mean, I never won that contest. I'm just saying it was a thing. Um, oh, Billy Joel. Um, I mean, it's a good song for my social theory place. He tried. He was in his mansion in Long Island and he was just writing away. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, but. Uh, but you know what I did learn in 1989? 18 in life to go, Skid Row. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just like, this picture of young Rob jamming his Skid Row cassette. Uh, I also know that you, you got what I need. 
And what do you say about that, Rob? You say he's just a friend. Just a friend, Biz. Just, just a friend. A friend. The song was everywhere. And you know what? Oh, to be baby. fair, they're not even... Okay, I say this with so much because I fucking love Just a Friend. That is a great yes. song. If yeah. it was to come on the radio right now, first of all, why am I listening to the radio in this <laughs> in this scenario? But let's pretend I'm listening to the radio. Let's pretend yes. I'm in my car, which is the only place I have a radio. Yes. And I've decided to unplug all of the things and mm-hmm. just try the radio. Mm-hmm. Now let's pretend I find a station where they're not just talking about nonsense I don't care about and Very or Snow or Jesus or whatever. And I find a radio station that is playing Just a Friend by Biz Marquis. A, I have crashed the car in excitement, <laughs> and I just have a versus, so this is very dangerous. But it is such a good, it's such a great song, and yet it is such a bad music musically. It is yes, not a it good. It is not song. a great composition at all. Blame it on the rain. Ooh. Millie Vanilli was everywhere. Blame it on the all of the Millie Vanilli was everywhere in '89, oh, and none of them Vanilli. terribly great tunes. Oh, no. no, but just class. The I mean, classics, like this, the around. music of '89 is. For me, anyway, I think early '80s and late '80s are. There's a very big split between what the music sounded like. But '89, this is a very iconically '80s sound to me. All of these songs. Yes, and it's interesting. The Paul's Boutique dropped in July. Mm. Beasties. It's just you know that was sort of advanced. Yes, but... I was going to say a year that has the beauty of Miss Anita Becker singing "Just Because," which is just a absolutely beautiful song in the same year as me so horny right i mean why not there was a lot there was uh, a breadth of material a a breadth (laughs) the kind with the d not the breathing kind like (laughs) a big breadth taking uh taking place in the music and so many of them coming from movies Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know uh there's the the um, Wind Beneath My Wings, as you just mentioned. Yeah. Um, you know, there was music coming out of uh, Do the Right Thing. There was, oh, uh, me, right? We'll get there. Wait, but wait, there, wait, And of going. course, uh, maybe classically, and I'm doing it now, it's happening. What? 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 Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> what was Prince? Prince was giving us his childhood fascination with Batman. Doing it his... Oh. Um, come on. Um, uh, as I've already sports. revealed before we started recording, uh, we did do a dance to this song in cheerleading. Um, giving a shout out to, to Jen. How uh, we, we did this. I'm not shouting out everybody, but it's fine. It's um, it's good stuff. Um, I'm gonna stop it. I forgot how good this video is. I'm sorry, everyone. He was brilliant. Get he the funk up! And it was, was slightly dirty. I remember my mom not. Uh, what is he saying? Funk. He's saying funk. Um, We're always concerned about his lyrics. Parent. Well, you know. Yeah. I mean, listen. My parents. You know, Tri- Tipper Gore. She was very, very concerned. Upset. Well, Tipper Gore was upset about Tipper a lot of was, things. Yes, people. Many things. She drives me crazy. Oh. That's all I remember. Like, so, no one. Yeah, that poor white girl is how I always remember the lyrics going, but they may not remotely be the lyrics. So, Fine Young Cannibals, here's a funny thing. Whenever I um, I like to find out what foods were introduced in a given year for yes. no apparent reason. You know that, but new listeners mm-hmm. may not realize this. Um, and uh, uh, let's, here, I'll, I'll double check. But I don't think there was, there wasn't much in 89. I guess it wasn't a, everybody was too busy doing creative things. They weren't uh, introducing uh, foodstuffs. Oh, well. McDonald's. Uh-oh. What did they introduce? Boneless ribs? Pizza. McDonald's sells pizza? Well, no, not now oh. because it didn't work out. <laughs> but in 1989, McDonald's tried to roll out a pizza campaign that had been years in the making in terms of trying to get an oven that made it fast enough because they were still sort of a lunch place. They weren't really dinner, so they thought that pizza would be the thing to to help them like, with that. Like McPizza? McPizza. Uh, that's <laughs> what they went with. Uh Pizza Hut, which was the huge pizza money maker in '89, Pizza Hut dubbed it a mixtape. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Clever Pizza what? Hut, and that was their and Jack burn. Levy, very famous advertising man, uh, told the New York Times, "Every place you see a McDonald's pizza, you're gonna see a war." 
which is a little extreme because pizza. That's a little um, extreme. Yeah. But anyway, I do like to figure out what was happening uh, in the food world because food is delicious. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's the only that's it's the only sometimes p- nutritious. Yes, and not so McDonald's pizza <laughs> aside, because I never ate it, but I can't imagine that was tasty. Um, that's like them rolling out like McDonald's red velvet cake. Something that just doesn't make sense. Like, don't do that. That's not your. Listen, lane. I'm I'm gonna always get behind a roll out of cake, <laughs> but roll out of a pizza. But more importantly, you're in your car trying to go home. Like that was the thing they had. Pizza. They had to have a, a oven, an oven, an oven. Words, Jennifer, an oven that cooked the pizza fast enough to get you from. You know what I mean? Like. It, it, so they're going to have, they would have. Plus so many McDonald's had to remodel in order to make, I did, I, I went into wow, a deep hole deep with this meat this. pizza. I yes. really was like, wait, was what? Like How did I hole? miss this? Yeah. I was just, and then into like <laughs> McDonald's lore. It was a hot mess. But, um, Next thing you know, you're like reading about the deep state. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, wait, this was all Obama's fault? What? Um, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, but the, um, anyway, so pizza side. So, but there's a, there's a, a website, uh, maybe they'll sponsor us foodtimeline.com and they, they sort of break down what was introduced. Um, but this, this is the worst segue ever, Uh-oh. by the way, they mention a lot of that. fine young cannibal songs on food timeline for 1989. I can only assume because of the cannibal, cannibal links. <laughs> so well, what do they have? She drives, drives my crazy. crazy and, that poor um, white girl. <laughs> and um, oh, what was the other one? I just had it in front of me. She drives me crazy, and well, I can't think of anything when you're making that noise. Good thing. Good thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Do 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 yeah. do do. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. I mean, those were the only two mentions. I'm just saying, in a, in a timeline that should have been just telling me what was like, they gummy bears came out in '89. They kept talking about fine young Kimballs. No, I made that part. Oh, up. oh, okay. No, I'm sure gummy bears were around a lot longer than that. But um, but let's let's pause for a moment sure. on the uh, on on the like a prayer video uh, mm, by our by our dear friend Madonna because it was oh Esther yes, yes it was so 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 controversial it was so, like you, she was they used it in a Pepsi commercial mm-hmm. and then Pepsi pulled it pulled it and and, and outed the contract her away because and... of religious groups you guys this has been going on for a long, long time, time these fucking whiners and the thing is you can do like I remember you know when we were kids how that was scandalous oh my god. <laughs> That's kind of gone. Like, there's no. You can kind of do anything now. Oh my God! Can you imagine if right now if somebody was like, "There was such controversy over like a prayer," people would be like, "Wait, what's <laughs> happening?" Um, though to be fair, I was on the subway uh, the other day, and I, I have a new uh, office job. Uh, for those who don't know me in real life, and I hate it, and uh, it requires me to take the subway every day during rush hour. And I, by the time I go home. I am a cunt. Like there's just no other word. There's no other word. I'm a monster. I don't want anyone. I don't want to hear any noise. You're yeah. you're playing Candy Crush with your headphones off. I am going You've to punch enough. you in the face. Is You've how this is going to end. So we're on the subway, and there's a family. It's clearly a family of tourists, and they're just here enjoying New York City. I assumed for the first time, mm-hmm. and a normal person might have been kinder, but that is not me. So they were the the one. It was teens, and then it looked like there was a couple of oversized adults in like matching mm-hmm. Garanimal oversized adult oh. Midwestern wear, and uh, they um, and the the kids were some had headphones on. All of them were looking at the phone, but they decided to start a bit of a sing along on a crowded impromptu on the uh, yeah. Thing? And so the, they did a little like um, they like Nordic people. Eh, they were white people. Uh, they um, <laughs> shocker. So they they sang one song and they all like burst into it and then they were like, oh, find another one, Timmy or whatever the fucking kid's name was. He was looking up songs on his phone and uh, and so they found. I can't even remember what song they sang first. But then the the adult goes, do that religious one by Madonna, and everyone laughed like this was a family joke. <laughs> And that's when I assumed they were from the past <laughs> because this was just like a couple weeks ago. And so they didn't do Madonna. Instead, Timmy or whatever his name was, was like, oh, I've got it. And the first three bars of Sweet Caroline started to play from this phone. And just oh, as wow. the entire group of them took a breath to like burst into the like, <laughs> bum, 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 I just shouted, no, no. And everyone on the whole train looked at me and the family just was like, what? And I was like, no. This is not the place. I gave a shh like I do to my dog. I poked the one kid in the side of the neck like Caesar Milan did. No, I didn't do any of that part, but like they stopped. There so that are was times nice. and places for things. I feel like we somehow live in this world where people want to almost act like there aren't things that are 
more ideal or more appropriate for certain times or places. That's how you end up with a Donald Trump. And listen, I get it. I used to have fun. But the point is, maybe if this was their idea of fun, they should have kept it in their hometown. This is not. Yeah, don't bring Sorry. it. Don't it bring is, it to the, it is what was fucking, it, the N train? It was the N train at 6.05. Yeah, Shut the fuck the up. People are trying to go home from work the right now, people. The N train is, or, is like... Uh, by itself, it's just struggling alone. Perhaps if they'd had a hat and they wanted a quarter, I don't. I might. I might have been slightly no. more behind. Or maybe the they did a dance routine. Showtime. 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 Yeah, that, I didn't want to no, see these people dance. The, I don't the need adults to see didn't your even get up. Feet swing past my head while I'm sitting on the subway. I don't need it. <laughs> Not necessary. What's great, these were sizable people, and I don't know how they would have gotten their feet up near my head unless I laid down. <laughs> and that is very unlikely on the end train, indeed. Yes. Yes, I, I would I will agree. not be laying down. I would agree. Uh, but speaking of musical groups, uh, if, <laughs> you, if you... Down. Speaking of laying down, I am exhausted, kids. Thanks for listening. I need a nap. No. Uh, speaking of musical groups, big in 89, the California Raisins... Wow, that's when that commercial campaign started? Not only did the commercial campaign start, we're going to like transition a little bit to TV. Yes. In the beginning of 89, they were so big that the California Raisin Show debuted. They, they had, had a, a show? Well, you may not recall it because it, it was just like also Tuesday ended <laughs> by the end of the year. So it was like, imagine the amount of money. For those of you that don't remember, they were like a, were they CGI? Yes. Because they weren't yes. like a cartoon I'm trying. I'm trying to picture them in my head right now. Go to our website that doesn't exist. We'll show the, you the commercial. I, I'm hearing the song. They were like a, they were more. The of, they were like a stop motion situation yeah, 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 more yeah. than they were animated. Anyway, the amount yeah. of money that must have taken to create half a season of TV shows starring these fucking old grapes, and yes. that from you know, and then then it was over. We anyway, care for all with them, That's but. They were by no means what we should have notably been talking about TV. I just couldn't. I was like, wait, what? Because that's exactly what I did as I was reading it. There was a California Raisin show. Oh, it was over. Okay. Well, I didn't realize that there was a Karate Kid show and a Beetlejuice Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. They were trying. They were no spinning memory. everything off the damn movies. Oh, yeah. And now they're just rebooting everything. But I, I don't need reboots. Can we just two seconds? Just two seconds about reboots. Stop I don't it. need reboots. No, like, I'm good. Make a new show. Um, I appreciate what the, whatever the shows were in a moment in time, uh, like Murphy Brown's about to come back. I loved Murphy Brown, and I, I'm sure there will be aspects of it I'll, that I'll enjoy in this updated version. But just make a new show. Or here's my thought: you want to reboot? Uh, people that are listening, that are movers and shakers, and clearly yes. listening to us. It's got to embrace where we are now. The right. reason something worked at the time, and I'm going to mm-hmm. use Jurassic Park as an example. The reason Jurassic Park worked at the time was at the time was not just like it was such a great, it was a great story. It had these great new effects. Mm-hmm. The, as a t- the blockbuster was sort of yeah, new ish ish, yeah. uh, not really because I, I mean it had been kind of around scale. for a while. But like that scale, that uh, the amount of money that it went, in, but it was also an awesome story with awesome actors, and and it was like everybody was in it to win it. Right. And then so to reintroduce it later with. Uh, I mean, I w- couldn't wait for everybody to be eaten. It just like it you you forget it the thing. So I think the same with TV shows. If you're just going to try and redo it, you can't capture the magic. You, can't you have to look at moment. where the yeah. show sits now. Which is what I think Murphy Brown is allegedly going to be doing. Um, and um, it's still there's another one I just thought about too that is is going to. Oh, I can't fuck. But I want new shows like um, Quantum Leap, eighty nine. That was a new 89. show. Okay. 89 served up a shit ton of new shows uh, that not unlike Quantum Leap, mm-hmm. but also uh, The Simpsons. Yes. Yes. Long, st- long, long, still still successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cops, successful for another reason, yes. but there's that. The Arsenio uh, Hall show. Seinfeld. Yep. Yep. Which I believe was called The Seinfeld Chronicles that first season. Um, oh, I think so. That's Saved correct. by the Saved Bell. Saved by the Bell. Which is not still on, but sure did it spawn some careers. It, yes. Oh, yes, it did. Yes, it did. ABC in- unveiled their TGIF lineup, Full House, Family Matters, Perfect Strangers, and Just the Ten of Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, uh, ABC, for giving us Urkel. Thank you for Urkel. Where would we be? Ladies and gentlemen. Where would we be without Thank you that? for Urkel. And Doogie Howser. And Doogie Baywatch. Hauser. Baywatch was also uh, 89. Life Goes On. Oh, my God. <laughs> But it also it also brought some endings with every yes. with every new beginning, there is an end. It brought one ending that I'm happy about. <clears throat> which which one was that? The Raisin Show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, Elf. I'm sorry. I know people love Elf. I have friends. <laughs> my 
friend Kevin when I was a kid. He lived for Alf. I Shout never, out Kevin. Yes. I never got Alf. I never understood what people liked about that show. Ever. Do you know what? Here's the thing I feel about Elf. I remember liking it, but I don't remember why. So I guess maybe I just like puppets. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really like puppets. That can't be it. Maybe I like aliens. I like Muppets. Who don't like cats. I like Muppets. Yes. Um, Small we... Wonder was also one off the air that year. Did you ever watch Small Wonder? Yes. Jesus. Yeah, I don't like tiny robots. Um, the uh, Ryan's Hope one Ryan's off the air. Ryan's Hope. That wow. was a big soap opera yes, in my yes. family. I don't remember anything about it other than Ryan was hopeful. Um, I think it was actually I think Ryan's Hope was more um, small town ish. I mean, I I almost feel like I want to say it was set in New York, but the way it was, it's it was like about a small little family. Like it didn't have the glamour that other yes. soaps had. No, no, no. I, it gave birth to a much more glamorous. Uh, mm-hmm. But but at the same time that Ryan's Hope was ending, Dynasty went off, Dynasty the, air, went off the air. Uh, Moonlighting went off the air. And if ever a soap with the fancy and the fabulous that went off the air in 1989 and we all miss, Miami Vice went Miami off the Vice, air. They rolled yes. up their sleeves for the last, last time. time. Family Ties went off the air. The- snorks. Did you ever watch Snorks? I did. <laughs> I do remember the Snorks. Um, and the Comedy Channel debuted, yes. which uh, took yes. a couple of years, but eventually became Comedy Central. Um, which- also, the Pat Sajak talk show debuted. And also ended. Yeah, I he believe. was like, he was like, yeah. I'm gonna quit you, Wheel. I yeah. got my own show. He's like, dude, you just have to stand there and just hey, point to a wheel, board. Can I come back? <laughs> I miss you, Wheel. <laughs> wheel, are you seeing somebody else? Um, yeah, poor Pat Sajak. But here's so speaking of also controversial, there was also controversial on the television as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, funnily enough, uh, Andrew Dice Clay uh, oh, was on the VMAs. Oh, that year uh, of the MTV fame. Remember when they had videos? Um, and uh, he was introducing Cher. So Arsenio must have hosted that year. Arsenio introduced Dice, who interviews Cher to perform one can only assume Turn Back Time. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, but he did his famous, some of his famous nursery rhymes uh, segments. Knock, someone's. It's cute. That's cute. Where are you going? No, but it, like, remember it's, it was like Little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet eating her curds away. Along came a spider and said, "What's in the bowl, bitch?" Yeah, yeah. Okay, but he introduced to that day and got banned from the VMAs for life. Not that anyone missed him, but um, I, I I transcribed one because I can't even imagine this filth being on TV today. This filth that he uttered and got banned for, uh, that, that there's no way this would stand today either. Uh, I'm not going to do I was going to try and do a Dice Clay accent, and then I just thought, you can't. Yeah, you can't maintain that. Can't just, really do it anymore, that's a right? good point. Just say it as yourself. Jack Spratt could eat no fat. His wife could eat no lean. So Jack ignored her flabby tits and licked her asshole clean. <laughs> On the VMAs. Ladies and gentlemen, share. If I could turn back time. Huh? Just, huh? Yes. But again, much like like a prayer, if somebody said that on TV today, that could be like daytime kids show on a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. They do that on the Kids' Choice Awards, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Kids' Choice Awards, uh, which are every year, so why not talk about them right now? They, um, yes. they give awards to rated R movies because the actual demographic yeah. for the Kids' Choice Awards is like eight to 18, yeah. but they assume all of them are watching horror films. Yes, although there are, there are, I think, a number of films that younger kids watch that I don't think that they should be watching. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying that they don't watch them. I'm just I'm, saying- I'm, as, I'm agreeing with you. That shouldn't be the- You can't to, to, to as put the, together an award show. Right. <laughs> as the glorifying body giving away yes. surfboards, maybe we don't give them at a Kids' Choice Award to saw. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. I feel like that too, those things shouldn't go together. Yes. However, you know what horror movie did come out in 89 that all the kids should watch today right now because it's so bad? Pet Cemetery. Oh, my God. I love Stephen King. Spelled with an S, of course. Yes. Even though uh, when I tried to type it, it autocorrected it for me and I had to change it back. <laughs> Fuck you, word. Well, there were a bunch of, I'm just looking at my list here, as far as horror things go because there was Friday the 13th Part 8, Halloween 5, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Five. Yeah, there was lots a of fives. Lot Cinco. Of fives going on. Well, the Arsenio Hall. Uh, I don't show. Of course, I don't know. If, I don't remember if it was eighty nine. So my apologies if I'm shifting us. Mm-hmm. My favorite interview 
of all time on the Arsenio Hall show, including his interview of Bill Clinton and his saxophone. Hmm. Topping that for me is when he interviewed Jason Voorhees for I don't know if I remember uh, Friday the 13th. Okay. Was he just Whichever one the they mask? went to New York City. I feel like and he literally it is a it is a 9 minute segment in which the the guy playing Voorhees says nothing. nothing. <laughs> And Arsenio, like, could you imagine this happening on a talk show today? There's no one who could do it. Arsenio just sort of sits there and reacts. It is, it is magical. It is what made Arsenio magic. That little, that little clip to me, his reactions, his face is like, well, let's show a, a clip. And then, you know, at one point, I feel like he, the actor playing Jason, like tenses with his machete and like, but that's the only acting he does. Cause he's, you can, it's Google it right now yeah, or, wouldn't. or follow me on Facebook. Cause I posted every Friday the 13th. Um, but we, they wouldn't, people wouldn't give up that much. Airtime. Airtime. They'd freak out. Right? Like, what if it fails? What if it fails? Send in the raisins. Nine minutes of silence. That's too much. Send in the raisins. Wait. There was also, um, I mean, the list list again is huge. So, Turner and Hooch. Oh, of movies. Of movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Sorry. Back to the movies. Turner and Hooch. Weekend at Bernie's. um, When Harry Met Sally. uh, Troop Beverly Hills. Heathers. (laughs) Like... There's just tons of shit. Oh, Do yeah. the right thing. Do the right thing. Uh, say anything. Yes. Say anything, but make sure you're doing the right thing while you say and it. And get some glory. <sighs> and then join we a dead suppo- poet society with mm. the Little Mermaid. I mean, this is a yes. story and a half. Look for the mighty Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the story stops there for me. Um, but perhaps most importantly, at least to young Jen Waring. Mm-hmm. Roadhouse. Oh my God, you love the fucking movie. I fucking love Roadhouse. <laughs> I fucking love Roadhouse. This is no secret. This is no secret to anybody that's ever met me ever. Um, Roadhouse. Here's what. Here's part of the reason why I think not at all. But it just is because why not? I love Dirty Dancing. I love Patrick Swayze. The message of Roadhouse. The whole thing the is just message. Me- of okay, Roadhouse. you be nice. It. Until it's time to not be nice. I realized that several, as I was Googling, several of my life mottos have been with me for some time. That is one and of them. eight of them are from Roadhouse. And eight of them are from Roadhouse. And the ninth is from Say Anything. So uh, this was clearly a bit Austin as a, as a year. Um, oh. Austin Powers, that didn't come out that year. But um, my neighbors got, our neighbors growing up got a pay-per-view. And like my dad mm. jury-rigged it into our house. And it was like that episode of Friends when they finally get porn and they can't turn the channel. So like we had the pay-per-view on in our house for free and we <laughs> kind of just wouldn't turn the channel because we were afraid we were going to lose it. And so for a whole weekend, we no, this was not a time when there was everything. This was the time when just one movie played <laughs> on your pay-per-view channel. And so we watched Roadhouse. Wow. For days, like just over and over. So not only could I probably start the movie and, and recite the whole thing still, but you... you I get that because I think there was actually like a, a, a month in the early 80s when HBO only had the rights to Grease 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's some fine rights there. It's all that it was on a cool rider. <laughs> um, the guy who played uh, in Grease 2, the guy who played uh, Michael, mm-hmm. uh, the British and, actor. And Maxwell Caulfield. Thank yeah. you. Uh, he was also on a soap. He was on Dynasty. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is a story in which Rob fills in all the facts. <laughs> Jen just says the linking sentence parts. So when I first moved to New York and it's I like was and I was working at, you worked there too. Oh, the saloon. Thank you. <laughs> and I was a waitress, and Maxwell Caulfield came in one day, and and uh, Rob Moranti. I'll shout out to Rob Moranti. Uh, we we noticed him, and the two of us sang. Cool. We sang every song wow. from Grease Two so much, and with no real sense of how cavernous this restaurant was and how much it would carry, that we finally turned around and he had left. <laughs> and I, can't, and I can't imagine it was because he just was like, if those fucking fucking assholes start singing. But I was trying to picture the YouTube running down Broadway, like I want to see. Oh, 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 oh my God. We were just all over the restaurant. It was ridiculous. We'd go back in the back corner by the bar where the jukebox was. Box, the jukebox? What am I? Uh, the jukebox. And we, um, you know, we, at the end when she's like, remember, I loved you. Like we were doing the duet. And then just to look up, like he might probably was delivering him his tuna niswa or some of the shitty salad that was fucking gross. Because I was like, why are people eating raw fish? Because I'm from a small town. We don't do that there. And I walk over and he's just gone. Uh, and his enough. companion is furious. He had enough. He would had enough of us. That happened to me twice, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> a 
because I don't. Oh no! Who else have, did you torment? I, I apparently don't have limits. So mm. Craig T. Nelson came into that restaurant. Coach. So, uh, you know, I'm not from a place where celebrities just come in. So there's a couple of people that, you know, I got a little excited about. And you start to reenact Poltergeist. Yes, I would go. So he was sitting at the table. No one else is remembering this. I don't know. Why am I telling the story? Because I'm going to. So he was sitting at a table that was near to the entrance to the kitchen in that raised section that was in the corner. Mm -hmm, And um, mm -hmm. and I would every time I went in the kitchen, I probably said 42,000 times. You moved the headstones, but you didn't move the bodies. Like an asshole. And, and no one in the kitchen knew what I was talking about. They were all f- from Mexico. Like they didn't even know what I was saying. They were like, Jennifer, just get your food and get out of the kitchen. Stop talking about bodies. What's going on? And I came out of the door and Craig T. Nelson, I was his, his waitress, but he grabbed my arm and I was like, oh, did you need something? And he just looked at me and said, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to play it off. I went, is what me? <laughs> He's like, I know it's you. And I was like, Stop. I'm sorry. I'm just a really big fan of the movie. And he was like, I'm getting that. Stop it. Like, he just was like, I'm done with you talking now, lady. Just bring me my flourless chocolate cake. It was craziness. Yes. Uh, so, yes. So, oh uh, but to go back to Roadhouse, um, <laughs> yes, I loved Roadhouse so much. I loved Roadhouse and Dirty Dancing so much that I was so mad that in both scenes they have sex to the same song. And these arms of mine really like, is the music that plays for the start of both of their sexy times i did not realize that because i don't i don't you? know roadhouse in that but also why would you why would anyone but know me know this dancing. um that. wait no there was also wait uh, lean on me there was lean on me but there was also um harlem nights steel magnolias but can we talk about Lean on Me some more? Because that is another movie yes. I like a lot that no one... Oh, because Morgan Freeman was not playing around. He was giving... What was the guy's name? Joe Brown? Yes. Yes. It was all the things. He was giving you... You lose your brain cells, Sams. <laughs> you lose your brain cells. See, I watched movies far too often, I think, that as, that I probably maybe shouldn't have watched that many times. crazy, Joe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I didn't know we weren't allowed to say H-N-I-C at the time. Like I was like, wait, we're allowed to say that in the movies? But people are going to quote that. Um, that was Benson's line. Um, mm. So good. Such good stuff. And of course, say anything, which if yes. you were a, a girl yes. at the time, Cusack was. And to some boys. And to some boys. I apologize. Though I was never into. Um, he seems like, seems like a very nice man. I was never into John Cusack that way. Me neither. Except in that movie. <laughs> like that. That was, you know, you were just all you wanted was to look up and see somebody with a boombox. That being said, if somebody had stood outside of my house with a boombox in the rain, my father would have shot him. So that would have been the end of that story. And you can't do that. Like, if they're going to make that today, (laughs) using today's iPhone. That's a remake we won't see. We won't see it. There's so much of that they can't do. The The overriding motto of his character is if you start out depressed, everything's a pleasant surprise, which maybe mm. wasn't something I should have latched onto so hard as a kid. But it's they couldn't make any of the movie anymore. But it's no. so Joe Lies. It's so it's good. The light, the heat in your um, oh yeah well that song is is tremendous that's that, a tremendous yeah, song, song is but that didn't come out that year I feel like that they just co-opted that oh was it on an earlier I think so something oh that's funny huh maybe it did I don't know what am I, I don't, what do I know nothing um, also, Uncle Buck also came out by the way <laughs> Uncle Buck I'm so glad that I'm so glad you dropped in Uncle Buck I would have been very sad if we didn't get to that um but you know there was of course there was there was other stuff going on there was other stuff going on uh, we lost a lot of people we lost a lot of great funny ladies that year mm. uh Lucille Ball Gilda yes. Radner Betty Davis oh, all all gone in the same year yes um, um to to be replaced by Hayden Panettiere and Taylor Swift okay okay i'm <laughs> glad you mentioned those two people one i actually like Hayden Panettiere because of I don't the dislike Nashville either, but... TV show which ne- i liked until the last season it. then i just couldn't deal with it anymore um and Taylor Swift, God bless her. Have you seen uh, the uh, uh, who, whose album nineteen ninety nine is what comes up if you try and Google nineteen eighty nine? By the way, have you seen there's this clip that's you know, yeah, as we as we record this, Aretha Franklin has recently passed away. Her funeral is probably still going on somewhere right now. Somewhere it's not over. <laughs> it's not over yet. There's a um, bishop grabbing Adriana Grande by video. the tit somewhere in honor of Aretha. Yeah, we got to come back to that. One. <laughs> 
there's a video of Aretha Franklin a couple of years ago where people were, the interviewer was asking her, they were naming contemporary people and asking for her opinion. And, you know, I think they mentioned Alicia Keys and somebody else, and she was describing their writing or the music, music skills. <laughs> and they said Taylor Swift, and she's like, hmm, um, nice gowns. <laughs> <laughs> nice gowns. Yes. That's what she had for I like her. I like that Aretha was all gown Oh, yes. All gown Because early... Taylor Swift, she was she was more country. Would mm-hmm. she have even been in a gown? She was. I, I don't remember one album cover where she's in maybe not a gown, but a big like flowy dress. But anyway, we also got that year. Uh, speaking of musical, uh, Corbin Blue, <laughs> High School Musical. Uh, yes, Joan jo- Joe Jonas. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. One of the Jordan Jonases, Sparks. Uh, Chris Brown. Uh, Chris Brown, yes. And uh, and and Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, Harry Potter. But we uh, we also lost, by the way. Um, Frances, uh, I'm going to say her last name wrong. I'm going to say Bavier, because I never, ever heard her pronounce. Who played Aunt B? Oh, I was like, where are you going? Yeah, yeah. And Mel Blanc. Mel, Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc and Jim Beckus. Oh, Blanc. Magoo. Was it pronounced Blanc? Mel Blanc? Mel Blanc? I think it's Blanc. I feel like it might be. No, I think it's, I think people say Blanc. Again, it's a name that I don't hear of. I see it. Right. I don't ever yeah, really yeah, yeah. hear them saying his name. So. And you see it in cartoons, and those are always pronounced funny. So that's <laughs> yes. a thing I just made up. Indeed they are. So yeah, it was a, you know, it was a year that gave and took away, is what I'm saying. It did. It did. It, I almost want to go... Oh, also a uh, lot. We, we also lost that year, though deliberately. Ted Bundy. Oh. And can we just, on a side note, look. I just want to say, don't get into a car with a guy you don't. That's really kind of what would help prevent a number of these sort of disappearances. It would also put Uber out of business. Yeah, but the same, I mean, Uber to me, getting into a car is the same thing as getting into a cab. You also don't know who that person is. Like, you don't know a cab driver any more than you know a Uber driver. You just know that they're allegedly part of this bigger company, but. Right. I just feel like there's at least a, like, a chase. I don't, I've never taken an Uber. Jen Waring has never taken an Uber. I'd like to put that out there right now. Uh, At and not, all? No. I mean, I also have a car, so I guess I'm, right, I, I'm right, an right, asshole. Right. But, uh, but the one time somebody took an Uber from my home, uh, from my home, uh, my friend Mary called an Uber, and we were standing outside with my dog in my yard uh, waiting for her Uber, and we watched a car pull out like four houses up from me, and pick. he came over to pick her up. He was just – and I was like, wait – you're the Uber driver, but you live right there? And he was like, yeah, I was going to take a nap. And then I saw the call and I was like, oh, it's right down the road. I'll get her. And that made me uncomfortable because that's just a guy down the road with a car. So why not get in a car with Ted Bundy? What difference does it make? I mean, obviously you die in one, but the... (laughs) There's that. I guess that difference. I guess, I don't know, getting into a... I consider... I don't have that thought. First of all, I'm, you know, socialized male, so I don't have that thought getting into a car or, or whatever you know walking down dark streets at night like you're not raised to think about that as boys i think girls are raised to be more cautious around those things true um to me i consider uber or lyft or whatever the the exact same thing as getting into a cab i don't know who this cab driver cause there have been plenty of crazy cab drivers but the difference oh, of course of course but the difference to me with the sort of ted bundy thing is this what wasn't an Uber. Like you no, of course. Call, like the guy just kind of came out of nowhere, and who, I don't understand the but people I, who get into. Yes, but I think that that's cars. the whole notion of like. I mean, this you know the the people who hitchhike and 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 do these Never. things, and I mean it's not something that I've ever done either. I'm not you know, but whatever. But like I've certainly gone on a date, uh, you know, before you know, even before I moved to the city, and you'd go on a date and you just get in a car, and and it would be like a guy you met at a bar, and now you're getting in his car and going somewhere. I mean, it could end exactly the same way. Um, and you're right, girls are certainly um, much more aware of. You know, are the doors locked? Can I get right, out right. of this car? How fast are we going? I mean, you are even if you like the person, you're still thinking all those thoughts just in case. You know, in in the same way that we were taught to yell fire, not rape. Like, you know, how do you how do you, hmm. you know? Although here in New York City, I don't think you should yell fire. Yell I think, rape. oh, we yeah, no, that was a, that was huge. I don't know any girl who wasn't taught that to yell rape. If you no, if you were being raped, if you were about to be raped, you yelled fire because people would respond if you yelled fire. But doesn't, no one might come to you if you're yelling, stop, get off, he's raping me. That doesn't, for all of the the ills and small-minded people that are in society, <laughs> I have trouble 
believing that. I have trouble believing that people will hear someone yell, I'm being raped, and not just kind of go ahead about it. Listen, I, if I, somebody yelled fire, I'd run the other way because of fire. Because fi- there's fire. Why would yeah. I run closer to the fire? But that doesn't that doesn't change what we were taught. I think that in New York City, you should yell gas leak because the response when you yell gas leak is huge. <laughs> so I feel like that's a different thing. But the... Yes. Um, or free donuts. <laughs> dude. There. That's people will what, show up. People will come to you yes, if you just start will. yelling free donuts. If, so if you're in a car with Ted Bundy, I think, well, I think what <laughs> we have covered here, free donuts. in addition to you be nice till it's time to not be nice, if you're in a car with somebody like Ted Bundy, you should just roll down the window and shout free donuts and you will be fine. Don't say this, this oh show never God, teaches that. We I don't teach even people things. No, we got <laughs> That's that is the the most tangential awesomeness we've ever crafted as a rule. I um, love it. I love it. Wait, th- can we go back to this uh, music? Because I just feel like sure, there's yeah, other yeah. stuff that we just I just want to just name some other uh, uh, closer to fine. Oh, Come on, that's a great song. What? Um, uh, there's a there's a singer named Dion Estes. He was a British singer. Had a song called "Heaven Help Me," where George Michael sang. Yeah, background vocals. Oh, I'm, I am familiar. Oh it's a great song. Heavy D had out the Big Time album that had uh, "We Got Our Own Thing" and "Somebody for Me." Yeah, oh, I can't. Well, and you know what? Uh, music of today, we should all thank our Heavy Ds and our Bismarckies and our, our Beastie Boysies yes. because if they weren't cracking into mainstream radio, oh, well, maybe time. do we thank them or do we blame them? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but just to like, you know, also flesh out the year as a, as a whole, uh, we we were grace, we were given the gift of George Bush Senior, oh. uh, who was is elected. It, is that what it was? Elected that year? Was it a gift? Um, yeah, gift that keeps on giving. Yep, uh, and his seed, as you know, um, and oh, then. God. Uh, the Exxon Valdez spilled mm. uh, the oil spill in Alaska, uh, which we learned nothing from. Um, so but that's we now know good. That you can use palm olive or joy or something to clean. Yeah, dish oil soap, off dish soap on ducks. Birds. Yeah, I did not did not think that that would be a thing. It may not even be a true thing, but to be fair, but uh, do it to sell detergent. Yes, but yeah, no, you can. Th- if you ever come across in your travels, listeners, yes, a, if you a, see a, 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 a a seabird covered That's in just oil. Covered in oil, <laughs> just laying there on the highway. Just, so, so let's say you're on the corner of 30th Avenue and 28th Street. There's a fucking seabird just covered in oil. You you're should about to walk into Grandson. Right. Always carry a small thing of joy or whatever, whichever one it is. Um, uh, I meant to stop oh at the God. store and check this because it, it just this seemed like it hasn't changed. But for the record. Uh, gas was 97 cents. That has obviously changed, but a gallon of gas. But the website that we find these facts on often just lists something random. Like it's it's normal things, you know, like inflation rates, which I don't understand, so I don't bother mm-hmm, to write down. Mm-hmm. Uh, house prices, gas prices, the price of a stamp, things like that. But then there's always something like random, like how much did 20 bars of gold cost? And for 1989, <laughs> they listed the price. Let's play a little, let's play a game, Rom. Okay. The, the price of Ritz crackers. The price of Ritz crackers. Which I assume they just meant like a standard box of Ritz crackers. I feel like I'm on the prices right now. You know when they have right? the yeah, yeah, yeah. household items. Um, but price of Ritz, a box of Ritz crackers in 1989, I am going to say $1.95. Oh my God, you're so close, but you're over. $1.79. Wow. Which, isn't it about that? It can't be much more than that now. Oh no, it's like eight forty two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It's insane. I can't remember the last time I bought a Ritz cracker. <laughs> it is not. Yes. It's a Ritz cracker. Best cracker I've ever had. Best cracker I've ever It's It's a um, Ritz. Put it on a Ritz. It's, it's in the too expensive range for me for what You're, it is. It's out of your cracker budget? Yeah. It's way out of my cracker budget. <laughs> my, and my cracker budget is limited, by the way. <laughs> I, think, I think way out of my cracker budget is also a show on InfoWars. Yes. <laughs> Hosted by Alex Jones. It's also um, my cracker uh, budget this month is off the chain. I don't know why he's saying off the chain. I don't know why Alex Jones sounds like that. Just... I would say during the budget meetings with uh, Trump and Jeff Sessions, that's, yes. how, that's how they figure out who to hire. Right. How, how big is the cracker What's budget? What's my cracker budget this session of Congress? Right. Oh well, the, his cracker budget is high. <laughs> it's high, both based on his white line and his waistline and his <laughs> surrounding white people. Um, Trump, has, think Trump has an endless cracker budget. That should, <laughs> that should be the title of his next book. My Endless Cracker Budget by Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Cracker budgets and how to get your own. 
And on the cover, it's just a picture of him with like all different types of crackers, <laughs> just like all in his weed. No, it should be but, like a mixture. It should be like so. So Ritz and Saltine right. and like Jeff Sessions, Those little, just like, a bunch of little like, people mixed in. Cars, water biscuits, perhaps <laughs> just stuck in his hair. So, let's just write this book for him. I feel like oh it'd make God. a good, good, good cartoon. But he was also uh, George George Bush Senior jumped in and bailed out the banks uh, to the tune of bailing a hot- out banks. What? We, we, that's a thing we did. Are we repeating these things? Uh, One hundred and fifty billion dollars. Um, the savings and loan crisis, which uh, happened in, in 89. Uh, nearly a quarter of all savings and loan associations required bailout uh, because of the, the real estate boom. Uh, or the real estate lending practices, I guess I should say. Mm. Not, the, not a boom. Because like, the boom was fake. It was just... Well, exactly. yeah, so it was a... Exactly. Uh, and, and, and of course, they, 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 they eased some regulations, which paved the way for future bailouts and bailouts to come. By the way, this notion, just really quickly about regulations, it kills me when I listen to all the Republicans and Trump crowd talking about, you know, we've got, we've, we've removed more regulations than any, any administration before. Okay, first of all, just because something is a regulation doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Like this, their, their attempt to frame oh, regulation yeah. as a bad, like seatbelts are a regulation. You know, like there are things that. <laughs> so was asbestos. <laughs> Thank you. Thank and you. And now it's not. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, like it, it's such a it's such a horseshit Reg- framework that we all that we all like. The, Is there you any know, more we prices? need we we need the regulator. The regulator. Remember that the what was that song? Regulator. Oh, uh, Warren G. Warren G. Yes, we need Warren G. to come in. No, those. Uh, it was a yeah, because then I started on I got I got to gallon of gas, Ritz crackers, and then I saw McPizza, and I was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> what? And then I fell into my McPizza hole. Ninety seven cents. That's, and the thing is, so I started, you know, both of us. Well, there was an oil. There was, a, like there was a, two years later. There was an oil crisis. So, but do you? I don't have a, a memory of like what gas costs when we started driving. I have no idea. I have no idea. I guess I could Google it. We paid in the. We could get things in cents. You know what we didn't do? There was well, I didn't have a credit card, so this might not be true. But it was the same price for cash or credit, if I remember correctly. And now it's like eighty-five cents more if you want to put it on your card, um, which is oh, insane because yes. nobody carries cash anymore. No one carries cash, which kills them with the places and the minimums keep going up. Well, you know, we'll take cards, but it's got to be a twenty-dollar minimum. Like I want to go. Like, but the fact that, but the, which I see both sides of that, like that's, the minimum thing is crazy, but also uh, like Amex, I think charges like $3 per transaction. So if you're buying a, a, your pack of gum that you've now put on your charge card has cost that business more than your pack of gum did. So and it, if you want to talk about a regulation that needs to be fixed, that yeah, fix, is a problem. Uh, fix that. There's no reason for these no one's, banks no to But no one's going to step in and tell the banks they can't charge more money because you know why? Then they would. They should just say, keep on moving. Keep on oh, moving. Man. Oh, my goodness. Don't that was stop. fun for everyone. Um, but also, the, we, we talked about Disney movies in the last episode, and I, I feel like The Little, the Little Mermaid came mm. out in 89, and that took over everything. everything. Like every song nominated. It was every Frozen song from Frozen. Let it go, Rob. Um, it was <laughs> fucking frozen. No, the Little Mermaid was all the things, yeah. and uh, like everybody wanted. And to be I her. feel like the the message, of course, you know that if you just change who you are, he will love you. Is one that should endure uh, through the ages. It's a new one for Disney, isn't it? It's a new one. It's a new one. Um, and also, uh, one of my favorite things when I teach kids about folktales, because of course, the Little Mermaid is much older than Disney's version. In the mm. original version, uh, the the sea witch just cuts the Little Mermaid's tongue out, like just off, mm. and then so cuts her tails off, and uh, and she dies. She doesn't get him. She she dies in the end because she doesn't get her voice back, and he marries somebody else. That's how. Where is the story? Um, Germany, I think. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's like why is it so harsh? Germans are harsh, man. They told like, you know, uh, and, and or I guess, no well, I guess Hans Christian Andersen. They they just wrote it down more than anything because they had been around. Mm. They had been passed down generation to generation, and uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of those stories. Cinderella too. They they were cutting off toes yeah, and heels like, to fit in those shoes. What's the one? Little Red Riding Hood who gets thrown in the, throws the witch in the oven. Yeah, I like guess. all yeah. of these stories have such horror. Bambi's mother is killed. Snow White dies. <laughs> like it's crazy. Rapunzel's I'm, trapped. Got to grow her hair. What is that about? What is the well? I, <laughs> what is the underlying about, story um, message of Rapunzel? That you need a man to save you. That's the underlying story. Of no, all that's of the under. But 
but they don't interact like she's the piece about her hair. I'm trying to figure out how what that means or because she so needs random. to she needs to grow her hair long so he can save her. They do interact. They like she has the most beautiful hair, which is why her mother locks her away in the tower because it's the most beautiful hair and she's jealous. And then thank God for her beautiful hair because it allowed the man to save to her. Climb up and help her down. Which, first of all, had to fucking hurt. <laughs> let, can, can somebody, so, no one's just pulling on your hair. <laughs> as you're going about your day, let somebody climb up your fucking head uh, via your hair. Just lean your hair down and let somebody, like, just do a pull up. Just do a yes. pull up on your hair, yes. let alone scale a building. Like, that can't feel good. Um, and on that note, oh what a terrible end, yes. but what a terrible end, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, it's all good in 89. It, everything was good in 89. Um, I don't have, a, I, don't, I was like, what song do we want to end on, Rob? Special and, Ed, I got it, man. Um, Black Box, you're right on time. <laughs> There was so um, much. I don't even know where. I I really don't. I I yeah. I I Diana also Ross working overtime. What what? Oh, here we'll we'll go with this. I think for the people the people that don't remember the beginning, but it will make Rob happy. Some people might have these things organized. I think this is the the message. Some people might be organized and have this ready before. Hey, you're just, not you're this girl. Not this girl. You're spontaneous. This is oh, and I'm I'm so not organized. There's an ad. There's an ad that's gonna play. Donna Summer. At this time, I know is for real. Uh no no that's not even what I'm going with this is Ooh, terrible this is a terrible way to end this this episode and and I'd like to apologize to the people but it gets us to this this one's for Rob you guys thank you so much for listening uh, to uh, taking you back I can't handle whatever is about to it's about to happen. What's up with you guys? Y'all just standing? Stop it. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that the intro was yeah, so long. So we'll um, just talk. We'll continue to talk about Nice Nitty Night. It'll come and we'll find its right I'm moment. just going to sigh. I'm just going to sigh for the next five minutes until the actual music starts. Everyone off guard. Because it's apparently 20 minutes. So long, you know, they believed in intros back then. <clears throat> they did. There was no, there was there no, no law and order intro. No, even music had like... I don't know. The, the notion of like this big, beautiful... Uh-oh. What? There we go. So, yeah, I'm so glad we did this last three minutes. Uh, but more importantly, I'd like to take us back to before that three minutes. But let us end with yes. Miss Janet. Me dancing like a fool. See you next time. Yes.